Warning, what follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem. I'm Nick. And I'm Zach. Welcome to We're in Fear, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world. member of the fourth estate. It is your patriotic duty to hold those in power accountable and to report on the events of your community, your nation, so that the electorate may stay informed and in touch with local or national happenings, allowing it, the electorate, to make educated political decisions and to be aware in general of just what the heck is going on. Okay. All right. Now, imagine you are this reporter. Mm-hmm. That's you re- me. You ready? That's you. Yep. All right. And you find yourself driving home late at night. And if I can... In- oh, go ahead. No, I'm just... Oh, you're going to... I just went do to do like I'm oh, driving home yeah, late at night. So, yeah. I'm out of role playing. No, good. I know. Good. Do-do-do. Going right. home. Driving. Uh-huh. And if I can interject or interrupt myself for a moment, for just a second... Always a good place to start here in Weird and Feared. Driving home late at night. I'm yeah. sure it'll be uneventful. Nothing will happen. Hopefully. That know. would be nice. You'd be so lucky. Mm-hmm. Reporter. Mm-hmm. All right. So, yeah. Picture yourself driving home late at night when you see something on the side of the road. Hey, what's that? Yeah, well, you aren't quite sure what it is. <laughs> But you know, it's absolutely gigantic. Oh, it's big. <laughs> okay. Now, how huge do you guesstimate? How big do you think this thing you're looking at is if it's gigantic? Like, don't, like, not house gigantic, not that kind of gigantic, but it's a it's a bigger thing. 15 feet? At least 9 feet tall. Okay. It's kind of gigantic in comparison to human things. Yeah. What's even stranger is that this thing is, like, clunking around. Its weight and size almost a hindrance to it. Okay. But not really. It's still moving, but it seems like it's kind of, you know... Shimmying? Yeah, it's like a big beast, so it's, you know... Okay. Um, You are impressed with how wide it is. Wow, that's wide. Which is about, you think, about four feet. Okay. So it's nine feet tall, four feet wide. It's like a... It's a, like a humanoid? Yeah, we'll get there. Okay. Being of the investigative sort, again, you are, in fact, a reporter. Yeah. You creep your car alongside what you have decided to call a creature to discern any more of its identifiable attributes. Is it a humanoid I'm trying to discern right now? Correct. Hmm. You look at it, and you are aghast. I am aghast. (gasps) Ooh. Does this thing have a head? I hope so. You don't think it has a head? That's weird. (laughs) (laughs) 
unless it unless it's like hunched over with its head hidden by its massive shoulders again. Hmm. So maybe four feet wide. Yeah. So it could be hidden. You look, but regardless, it doesn't have a head. Weird. Strike, like a you know, it's a one. As far as humanoids go, it's just like a bunch of. He's all shoulders. Okay. Now, you look at this all shoulders creature a little bit more. This headless behemoth was as ripped as it was large. Damn. Was it sinewy? Perhaps. If this went to a gym, it would put the machine through a workout, not the other way around. Hmm. You are impressed and terrified. Glad I'm in my car still. It's good. <laughs> the door's locked. Yeah. You're still looking, though, because you're, again... It doesn't have a head, so... No, it doesn't have a head. But you're continuously curious all the same. Again, impressed, terrified, and curious, but not necessarily in that order. You're surprised it's not covered in fur because you're a reporter. Yeah. You know what's going on, and you, you jump to immediately, humanoid, what could this thing be? It's not hairy, so that's no. weird. No, because you perhaps maybe thought it was like a Sasquatch at first if you're thinking about creatures, humanoid creature monsters, but it's not, it's not fur like a Sasquatch. You know, matted down fur, not, not, wasn't this a Sasquatch? Nah, you decide against that. Hmm. This creature is shockingly white. Whoa. Yeah. White. And its coating is more like a seal skin or seal fur than some missing primate, some, than some primate missing link. Huh. Sinewy seal skin slash fur. Four feet wide, nine feet tall. Something totally normal to see on your drive home. Where am I? From work. You are on a road near a river. Okay. Driving home from um, your office. My office is the reporter station. Yeah, the reporter station, correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where the reporters go to do their reporting. Yep. Their home base. Yep. Absolutely. Now, a ways down the road, you also hear a strange whistling sound that you can't quite place. It's truly bizarre. What is that? Can't carry a tune. No, it's like a... I can't whistle, but it's just like a... You know. There you go. Perfect. Then, as if the creature noticed it was being followed... <gasps> or that, it sees me. <laughs> oh, shit. Or that you were just too close. It bolted off the... Or it bolts off the road. Startle yourself. You put the pedal to the metal... <laughs> And go home. We both got startled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Out of here. He just look at his... Whoa. He does have a head. Oh. oh, my God. Now, the next day, something happened in between this... I'll just say it because, you know... 20 minutes... Well, I saw a few different accounts. I'll address it later. Anyways, the point is, you. This is about you. Yeah, me. The next day, you show up to work, and you tell your editor... At the reporter station. I got something to report. <laughs> of your ridiculous encounter. You feel you were doing your patriotic duty, waiting to tell the masses of your mind-bending ordeal. You feel it is the responsible thing to do. But honestly, it's a pretty wild story. Mm-hmm. What does your editor do? He goes, hell no, <laughs> you idiot. 
I mean, you're not reporting on that. What do we do here? We report on reports. This is the reporting station. This isn't no goddamn report. That's a retort. Yeah. We don't do that here in the reporting station. Yeah. Yeah, so that's right. He's like, no. We are publishing an article about the extremely muscular, white, headless, seal skinned monster you saw late last night by the river. <laughs> <laughs> when he puts it that way. Like, hmm. American journalism is a serious endeavor, and we wouldn't do anything to be that outlandish. What year is this? <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, you know, pick it. doesn't matter. It applies at all times. Okay. You shrug. And I'm like, all right. No big deal. You move on with your life. And don't think too much of what you saw. But. Never got to report on it, so no, what I think about it. No. But you have friends, and you, you know... Well, it may not be fit for publication. It's definitely a story worth telling your friends. Well, I can report it to them at least. And one of the things that I had seen is that you, because this is you, this is me. After you saw the creature, like you drove like twenty minutes to hang out with your friends, and you told them like that night. Mm-hmm. So what you and your friends decided to do may in fact have happened that night. What you and friends, you know, they basically. Well, what would you do if one of we're going to get drunk and get guns and go look for it, aren't we? You are not. Oh, they are. This story has a few acts. Okay. Um, but I mean, what would you do if one of your friends, you know, told you about the wicked creature they had seen? I mean, I think you just told me what you would do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think you answered that question before it happened. Yeah. All right, well, they may have gone back, you and your friends may have gone back and investigated that same night. But the point is, you let it go. Okay. You're like, all right, I can't, I'm, I report, it's a retort. Our editor's like, we don't do this here. Yeah. Well, your friends, they go about town telling every single person they can about what they absolutely believe is roaming the woods of your once, um, you know, okay. booming, you know, booming rail town. Okay. Getting more details about where I live. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. It's good to know. Yeah. At this point, the story is no longer yours. And it belongs to the entire community. Hmm. Now, you're wondering where we are. This is essentially what happened to West Virginian, a Grafton Sentinel reporter, Robert Cockrell, in 1964. Cockrell? Cockrell, yeah. Cockrell. Yeah, that's the last name. His initial sighting taking place on June 16th. Almost exactly 58 years from the recording of this episode. Just say that. That'd be pretty close. <laughs> it's so damn close. <laughs> I like, checked my watch. I was like, oh. <laughs> where, where are we? When are we? All right. Now, well, the Grafton Sentinel did not initially put out Robert's story. Yeah. Stupid. We didn't. No. to report that. No. Nope. Didn't do it. The good work of his infatuated friends proliferated the tale all across West Virginia. Now they have to report it. They certainly do. But also, I don't know. What do you think? Does West Virginia have anything to do with monsters? Does anything happen there about monsters in West Virginia, of all places? Any monster at all? Any kinds? Sheep Squatch? Yeah. Isn't that there? There's yeah. a bunch of monsters there. There's so many monsters there. <laughs> oh, this is a land of monsters. Is there a Mothman there? Is there a whole area? Snallygasters? Look who they get in there, too. Mm-hmm. Isn't there a TNT area there, too? Yep. A lot of white things roaming around? 
Mm-hmm. Cheap squad. Now, Robert has took his, had taken his two friends, Jerry Morris and Jim Mauser. Mauser. All right, let's go. Back to the scene of the crime. Crime? Yeah. There's no crime. The monster existed. No. It's a crime against humanity. Yep. Sure. Abomination. Yeah, oh my God. But nothing new was gained from their exploits, which again may have happened. You and your friends may have enjoyed this little um, expedition the same night. You know, I think it happened that night, but people kind of, they just came over, they just addressed the fact that this is what he told his friends. They didn't see anything there, but then they saw some trampled grass where presumably the monster had been meandering. I mean, um, I would say it's fair to say it was that night, probably. I would think so. You know, you're not you're not typically going to hang out with your buds and be like, "Yeah, we saw it here," and then a couple of days be go by and you're right. like, "Yeah, maybe we'll go check it out." Right. No, it's going to be like, "I saw this here." Yeah. Yeah. That sounds cool. Let's All right. go check it out. Here we go. All right. Unless you're really lazy, and your group of friends. Oh, we'll get we'll get to it in a couple days. Equally lazy. Yeah, but they're equally yeah. pumped about monsters, so they'll get to it. <laughs> yeah, it that takes is, like six days. <laughs> We'll get to it. We we gotta get you know time. I don't know. I got stuff to do. Yeah, I got some pizza rolls in the oven. I gotta wait for that to come out. Yeah. Then tomorrow I'm gonna go to work, and then when I get home, it's gonna. I gotta really prep for that mentally, you know. So. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a second. You know, it takes a lot out of me. (laughs) Yeah. No. So I I would say it's fair to assume (laughs) that they they did that. uh, Right, that time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but when they went, they did hear that bizarre whistling sound. It appeared to stalk them as they patrolled that night. <laughs> <laughs> it's a slide whistling sound. Uh-huh. Now, while, while not admitting one of its own reporters was why this craze was even happening, the Grafton Sentinel eventually put out an article describing what was going on within their community. What do you think was going on within their community? A mess? I'm going to read you an article from that time. Several teenagers, none of them identify, oh, yeah, none of them identified by names, have reportedly seen the monster and given fairly tallying reports of its appearance. The tale is even embellished with the theory that the creature was first sighted in the Morgantown area and arrived in the Riverside area via the Mongolia and Tigart Rivers. Tigart River is, of course, the river where Robert and you were enjoying the view of the monster. Tigart was named after some of the initial founders of the area. And by founders, I mean Europeans who kind of showed up there and decided they were going to name things stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, One youth suggested that it might be an escaped polar bear but offered no suggestions as to where such an animal could have escaped. But from the Arctic Circle, duh. You idiot. Where yeah. do you think it came from? Yeah. Dummy. Escaped. That's yeah. in West Virginia. Yeah, he fleed. He's a polar bear. There's white things there. He fleed. He fleed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He fleed. Yeah, he fleed. That's sure. what people do. Yep. Polar bears. The title of that article was Teenage Monster Hunting Parties. Latest activity on Grafton scene. Seems like it could be like a Psychobilly band name or something. Teenage oh Monster Hunting Party. 
Can it be? It could be. Well, I've always wanted to be in a rockabilly band. There you go. That's what its title will have to be. And this is another article. Just a few quotes. Quote, At approximately 10 p.m., it was reported that cars were almost bumper to bumper along the River Drive. Another part of that article. A large number of cars were pulled off the road to permit joining the area's most popular event in recent years. Monster hunting. It's a good pastime. It seems like it's an American pastime. I, I'd like to partake myself. It just seems like it's like the least dangerous version of like mob violence. Go into the woods, drink beers, and just like get a monster that doesn't exist. Yeah. Or does it? So, you know, go hang with your friends. Just, just, just hang out. And just don't shoot each other. Yeah. Now, worth mentioning, I came across another article that kind of mentioned, or a, a little clipping that said that eventually Robert was able to kind of put out about his story that supposedly came out on June 18th. Which, again, he saw it on the 16th. Mm-hmm. All this is happening over the course of two days so far. Yep. Which, if anyone was concerned about, you know, hordes of armed civilians posting anything like that, probably wouldn't have helped the situation. Now, I don't know. Let's say, in your version of the story, you are a reporter. Yes. Damn good one. And you want to do some on-hands reporting. Yep. To kind of chum me up with Getting these... boots on the ground. Boots on the ground. You want to join all these boots on the ground... Um, what kind of weapons would you maybe see, or tools, we'll call them tools. Guns. Because it is, a, in Cooler. fact, a tool, right? Cooler. Beers. Cooler, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. a pen and paper. Maybe some bludgeoning weapons you might see as far as the people around you that join the party. Yeah. You, know, you being a reporter, your biggest weapon would be the pen and paper. Yeah, but I got the cooler, too. <laughs> you do. But yeah, you know, guns, again, imagine, you know what this is. You've already said it. It's a mess. Mm-hmm. Now, like I told you already, uh, cockerel sighting happened on Riverside Road near the Tigrant River. And this is where the teenagers fly. They had stories. Much like yourself, Robert chummied up to some of the teenagers and interviewed several of them. Here's just two of those accounts. I have seen the creature called the Grafton Monster several times when I was a young man, and it is very real. My first encounter, I was with my father cutting wood. We had finished and were loading the truck when our two dogs started barking. We stood there and listened. Something was walking, getting closer. My dad told me to get the gun from the cab. He carried a double barrel, 10 gauge, with double O buckshot. Whatever it was had picked up its pace and continued towards us. As we knew for sure it was big and wasn't scared of us. The dogs or the chainsaws. It stopped about that could be a situation. I mean, I'm never really too worried about anybody with a chainsaw as long as they're not, like, running at me with it, you know? Right, that would be bad. What if the monster grabbed the chainsaw? Hmm. And it's just like... I don't think the thing has a head. That's the least of our problems, son. (laughs) (laughs) We gotta go. Yeah. It stopped about 50 to 55 yards from us in the trees and went quiet. My dad pulled both hammers back and stood in front of me. Told me to be ready. The next thing that happened, I'll never forget. It stepped out, looked at us, took three strides in our direction. Trying to look at him. 
just an entrance. Like, Doesn't have a head. <laughs> no one sees a head. Okay. But, so maybe the whole mass, like a like the sail of a ship, the whole thing just turns. This four foot wall thing. And the monster says, go fuck yourself. No, it doesn't say that. It <laughs> turned and walked back into the tree line. It wasn't it's, as exciting. It saw the gun and it was like, nope, nope, nope. It's like, oh. like the Homer Simpson yep. meme thing. Just <laughs> back in yeah. the bush. It's like, I know what that is. Yeah. That was my first setting of the beast and I'll never forget it. My second encounter was about two months later at night, fishing alone. I spotted him on the opposite bank. And I got the hell out of the area. Didn't have a gun. Might have came after you. I mean, it also doesn't seem intimidating at this point. It's not really going after anybody. It's like run away at everything. Right. Like, like, ah! <laughs> right. Well, somebody else, they said they, uh, I saw the monster near the river early in the morning. It saw me and instantly froze. It did not move. I was fishing at the time and left all my gear there. And started to run away. Maybe he just wants a friend. Yeah, it'll be his buddy. Yeah. What's up, dude? Raise her hand up. Give him a high five. Mm-hmm. Slap some skin. Some seal skin. So that would sound. Sure. Maybe even sure. a little slimy. Yep. As I ran. And I turned. I saw that it, too, turned away and started running off. It's literally all it yeah. <laughs> Oh, shit. As I got near my truck and began opening the door, I heard a whooshing sound and a bright lead light appear above the tree line. That's weird. That's new. It's an addition. I drove off and got my gear two days later. You just let your shit sit in the woods for two days? It's a different time. It was. No one's going to touch it. I'll be back. Mm -hmm. Make sure the monster's gone. So, what is the Grafton Monster? I can't remember what it's from. Is it from Looney Tunes, maybe? There's like a monster thing that I'm trying to think of. It's like a big red fuzzy thing that has like eyes. What is that called? I don't know. But you know what I'm talking about? I think so. I don't remember what it's from. It's like a giant square. Like a, I mean, he's, this thing's got limbs, of course. It's like a heart-shaped kind of weird Yeah, thing. I know that guy. I don't know what he's called. But it's huge looking. Yeah, I have no idea what he's called. No idea. Like a blue blob? Is that his name? Sure. It's not his name. Yep. I don't even know if it's from Looney Tunes. I don't remember what it's, it's from. I think it's Looney Tunes. Or Hanna-Barbera, maybe? Could be. I don't, I don't know. know. I'll work on it. I don't know. Well, you say, continue on. Yeah, how do you even search for this? This is, the, this is the important questions of our time. Well, I included this just for fun, because sometimes I like to have fun. One Facebook user had some ideas. First try. Thanks, Google. It's called a Gossamer. From Looney Tunes. I put Big Red Monster from, and then Google said Bugs Bunny, and I clicked it, and then bam. That's what I was thinking of. This guy. Oh, shit. Is that what you were thinking? Yeah, what? Yeah. I mean, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, wow. Well, at least we're on the same page. All right, well, this gentleman, um, he said Bobcat Carpenter. That's his name? That's his name. He had just one little post to say on the... Uh, oh, it's on the internet. I thought this was from, like, the newspaper. I was no, like, it's, a face, it's a Facebook account, okay. so, I mean... All right. 
The West Virginia Mothman and Grafton Monster, I believe both of them was not made by God, but was made by our own government as an experiment, or they could be from outer space also. Okay. Just hitting all the bases. I mean, but yeah, I mean, that kind of covers it all. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, but eventually, you know, is it a demon? Is it from space or the government? Ah, that's really, it's not all monsters, really. Demon, space, or government? I guess there'd be four. Natural. Natural. Demon. <laughs> government, space. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of any more. Just from Earth. Interdimensional. Just from space. Is that just coming to the god or demons or though? It depends, because you could be, depending on what the creature is, it could be, what is the dimension? Yeah, I'd say that, I'd say that kind of, a loose fifth combines all the ones in some kind of nexus, you know, because, sure, hell's a different dimension, I this is too good. I mean, you gotta, you gotta do a whole different thing on that. Yeah, that's a separate dive. Yeah. (laughs) That concern that just, you know, literally just came into existence just now, natural. Demon, government, space. Good stuff to have in one sentence that you say on the internet. <laughs> but eventually, local authorities seemingly working with the Grafton Sentinel. I mean, natural and space would be the same thing, right? Potentially. Terrestrial, then. Terrestrial. There okay. we go. There we go. Because then, of course, you could, instead of saying space, extraterrestrial. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. It totally makes sense. Totally it's we just a, made it up here on the spot. It all checks out. It well, makes sense. Is add, what we're going to say right yeah. now. Add that to the mess. It's another classification. All monsters fit into four categories. Yeah. Terrestrial. <laughs> Demonic. <laughs> extraterrestrial. Extraterrestrial. I mean. I guess holy. Wouldn't Demonic just be extraterrestrial, though? They're not I, from this earth. I don't know, man. All right, we don't need to get demons, into this now. <laughs> demons ain't from Mars. Demons ain't from Mars. Another good sentence to say on the internet. Demons ain't from Mars. <laughs> demons from Venus, maybe. Seems more hellish. It does. They yeah. could live on. It seems sustainable for a demon climate. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. It all tracks. It all tracks out. Mm-hmm. But again, local authorities may be perhaps working with the Grafton Sentinel. Again, patriotic duties as reporters, you know, as, as you do. They uh, squashed, boom, they squashed the fervor with an explanation all their own. Um, by June 19th, the newspaper put out a story that actually, actually, instead of a monster or alien going for a quaint riverside stroll, they claimed the creature was just a normal human man maneuvering. Just your typical nine-foot-tall man. Nine-foot-tall human man maneuvering. I just like using... What human. does that mean? I just like, Maneuvering? I just... Oh, this is my writing. I just like to use human as an adjective for a man. A human man oh, yeah. maneuvering. So he's a human man acting like a man. A maneuvering a handcart piled high with boxes. And perhaps the whistling sound, I don't know, the creaking of the, the cart's wheels. With poor lighting. That's what they decided this creature was. What? A man pushing a cart of boxes. And then running off through the woods when he got scared by the car? Well, they also, um, you know, hang on to that thought because you're, cause like the initial sighting was the guy in a box cart. Okay. Keep in mind, I mean, you have a lot in common with the main character because you're a reporter man here. Yeah. So, like, you yeah. know what you're looking at. You know how to look at facts and stuff. I know how to look at stuff and report on it. You certainly do. 
um, from the article. And what I feel, it's my own thought, it's a pretty demissive tone, quote, it's fairly certain that monsters don't go around pushing handcarts loaded with boxes. To which I would say, perhaps true, perhaps. depending on the monster's job. Yeah, well, I mean, they all gotta work, right? I mean, everybody, capitalism comes for us all, man. Mm-hmm. Even the monsters. We touched on it briefly last week, maybe. With the uh, the rakes, having yeah. rake jobs. Yeah, I don't remember when that took place. But Me neither, but the point we is, talked about it. perhaps rakes did guard work, gardening work, and that's why they were in suburban areas. I think that's what was discussed at that's, some point. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Now, again, this all happened over a period of three days. And then to your point about, like, oh, yeah, just a creature running off into the boxcar, running off into the woods, where the newspaper blamed spring fever along with, quote, lack of recreational facilities, which we talk about. <laughs> There's nothing to do. So people... Oh, I thought they were saying that's why the monster was out. <laughs> <laughs> he had nothing to do. Yes. Like, like, oh, okay. Yeah, but okay, monster... I gotcha. Nobody else had anything to do. Right. Like, which well, we talk about... cleaning's done. We talk about it all the time, right? Let's just... Oh, we got things to do. Oh, no, we don't. School's out. Yeah, school's out. Monster's in. Get some beer. Get some guns. Go to the woods. Yeah, and that was the explanation for this textbook... Uh, this this textbook display of monster excitement, stupidity syndrome. Good old mess. Now, Robert, infatuated with his sighting, dug deeper. And he discovered some strange sightings that took place before. And he ended up, you know, course, you know, contacting and comparing notes with Gray Barker, writer of They Knew Too Much About Flying Saucers, which he wrote in 1956. That was a book credited with introducing the world to the men in black. Here comes men in black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah, basically, yeah. And I, I resisted the urge to dive off into our Greg Barker stuff because he's got his own subset of things to talk about. Because um, Greg Barker used his notes, Robert's notes, to write an article that never saw print. But his notes are part of the Greg Barker collection in West Virginia, so you can go and check out the notes. Like as, you know, it's stuff from his work and stuff mm-hmm. which is pretty neat now in 2014 um, there was a show called Mountain Monsters I've seen some of it yeah well in one of the episodes um, they encountered a Grafton monster oh yeah well you know the 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 internet seems to be not too pleased with this episode I didn't have a chance to watch it I wanted to but I didn't have time I probably still will but and in the few episodes of Mountain Monsters I've seen I wasn't all that impressed by it. Was it just a lot of shaky cam and like we think we see something and we... Yes. That's basically the gist of the complaints. It's like, with those shows, either like play it up as like being real realistic and just like whatever, or go insane. Yeah. That's how I would feel about that. Yeah. And I'm not going to say... I feel like they went the insane route. Because the one episode I recall, I don't remember what monster they were on. But they had a cage for it. I think it was the Sheep Squatch. I feel like I watched the Sheep Squatch. That does one. sound insane. And they had a big cage and a trap, and it broke out of the cage. And all that's what stuff. I want. That's insane. And, yeah, and I was just like, "Come on, you guys said this was indestructible." Like, this this applies. But uh, there was um um. When I was sick with a cool thing that totally, you know, doesn't exist, and I guess I actually didn't have it. The point is, when I was looking for things to watch when I was incapacitated, mm-hmm. 
for a couple of days. Like I went, I found some like, I, I, Ghost Adventures. Yep. I watched an episode where they were contacting a specific a Zuzu Pazuzu using a Ouija board. Zozo. Yeah, sure. I think that's the one, right? That's the demon, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And the Ouija board kept spelling out his name, and then a woman got possessed, and they were like battling it. I'm like, man, what are we doing, guys? Like, guys. All right, so they went. They, yeah. But but I sat back and I was like, thank you. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't care. I'm having a good time here, and that's what I want. So when I hear about a a story about a sheep squatch busting out of a cage, and you, you don't see it, it's good stuff. That's all I have to say about that. Good stuff. Yep. <laughs> um. Now, it seems like the main proponent in uh, pushing modern knowledge and attention to the Grafton monster was due to his inclusion and accurate portrayal, from all intents and purposes, in the 2018 game Fallout 76. So, I almost mentioned this earlier in this episode. It's fine. You knew it was coming. Because when you started talking about Monsters of West Virginia, I've played Fallout 76, and I know that it's all based on... Basically, cryptids and right. stuff. Is it awesome when you played it? I didn't play it too much because I got it at launch and. Did it seem like. It kind of tanked at launch. Did it? And I haven't really played much since. My brother's been trying to get me back into it, but I haven't had a chance. Well, because that's the kind of stuff. Um, again, I just mentioned, but you know about it, obviously, which I figured you did. You know, to mm-hmm. those who don't, like you said, West Virginia and mountain lore, cryptid lore. Yep. Just all that's why I know snallygasters are in there. They're different than what we know is the snallygaster. Yes, but they're in there. But that's why I mentioned the snallygaster. So in I was my heart, yes, yes, it does make sense. Yeah. Yes, but I mean, um, again, I don't like play video games a lot, but when I hear stuff like that, it makes me want to. Yeah. Um. So riding this wave of popularity. Along the road where Robert first sighted the monster is a billboard showing him in all his glory. It went up in 2018 to kind of capitalize and coincide with the release oh, of Fallout 76. This might be why I know the name Grafton Monster. Yes? Have you seen that billboard? No. I might have fought it in this fall Fallout ball? 76. Probably did. Because there's some weird big monster I fought at one point. Was he white? I don't remember. Oh, shit. It's been a while. Do he look like a scarier version of the Bloop Blop or whatever his name was from Looney Tunes? What was that guy called? I don't remember. Commissar or something like that. Because i got to look up that. I'm going to have to look at him a little more in depth after we finish this episode. And again, priorities, you know. Yeah. As you do. But like, what was that guy's name? I definitely fought this. In, Did you? In Florida. Yes. Yeah, even though I didn't play it much, I definitely. You and the Grafton Monster are old acquaintances. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Which, like, again... It whooped my ass, if I remember right, the cool. first time. Yeah, that one didn't run away, evidently, huh? No, it did not. <laughs> but yeah, I was saying, 70s, monsters. Mm-hmm. Again, Fallout 76 picks the right decade you want for the monsters. Yep. Come on. Again, don't dabble too much in the video games. That would be cool. And the billboard, uh, billboard was put up by local uh, Brendan Gallagher. But there it is, the uh, Grafton Monster. Uh, maybe next time we're in West Virginia, we can swing by the Gray Barker Collection and read the correspondence between him and Robert Cockrell. But otherwise, just a nice little story about a little mini mess that happened in West Virginia. One amongst many, because evidently, West Virginia the is... The 70s just, were wild. They certainly were wild. 
monsters, colors, fashion. Colors? Like, it's all bright and stuff. Like, oh. You know what? I mean? <laughs> what? <laughs> You're right. I just say things as if there's colors. just, like, you'll get it. You know, like, all the vibrant Demons. designs. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Satan. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's cool stuff. Oh, it's a little, again. I didn't know colors were new to the 70s. Explains were, why they went crazy. They were vibrant. Well, you can get the bell bottoms and you got all the, you know, all your yellows and your oranges and your greens that carry over from the 60s get a little more intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, and then again, when you walk outside of your cool houses. It's nice it was, that we can have those. It was monsters. It was a decade <laughs> when you could have those. Isn't that cute? Yeah. Yeah, when that was a thing that you could work and have. Yeah. Yeah, what's Yeah, what's more fantastical? The grafted monster or a house you could own? Cool. Yeah. Great. Yeah, I don't know. And I mean there's politicians in West Virginia. Maybe the grafted monster should run for office. I don't know. Maybe he'd do some cool stuff. Could. You know, he'd be like, maybe he doesn't like the coal industry. Maybe it's polluting his home. Maybe. I'm just saying, maybe he'd make some choices. Maybe. And then... It's hard to say. I don't want to put words in his mouth. You shouldn't do that. Right. But then, with you being the infamous reporter you are, you could write about it and publish it. As you were destined to do. All those years ago, when you saw him in the woods... You could follow his campaign to victory. That'd be cool. Grafton Monster, 2024. Yeah, there he is. Yeah, good, cool, cryptid story. Play Fallout 76, I guess. It's probably fun. Probably is. I've heard better things about it now. Yeah. Back when I was trying to play it. Well, I always hear about games at launch, which can be awesome, but then they're like, yeah, it's a, you know, game. I'm also not into MMORPGs, and that's what it is. Kind okay. Of set up to be. Okay. So, it's, it's meant to be played with friends. Oh, geez. Who has those? Who has time to coordinate that is my Impossible. Issue. Yeah. <laughs> right, that's absolutely impossible. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, uh... Didn't really have time to play it. It wasn't great at launch. Um, and, yeah, fell away from it. But... Who knows? I literally just put it in, like, a month ago and re-downloaded it because my brother was trying to get me back into it. Oh, that recent, huh? recent yeah. nice okay yeah very recent hell yeah so maybe, yeah yeah maybe he knows hasn't what, happened but yeah maybe he knows all about the grafted monster he could probably has probably he probably doesn't know any of that stuff about it no but. that's cool <laughs> you're right that's just but i mean that's the stuff i live for like use these folklore stories and do cool stuff with them that's cool i mean well and that's one thing that uh i like the fallout series and that's why i've ever played fallout 76 yeah because they do it's like post-apocalyptic like post-nuclear yeah, war type done. stuff right and they they just kind of like make creatures out of things in the area as They're, if it was you know yeah go godzilla type right or like yeah, yeah. You know, things like that yeah like weird nuclear reaction mutation and shit yeah yep. and so it's fun uh i think there's even mothman in I think I came across that too. Fallout yeah. 76, yeah. 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 I'm on the Fallout wiki now. Yeah. There's a Sheep Squatch too. 
checks Basically out. everything we named at the beginning. Literally so. all, yes, everything West Virginia. Yeah. All West Virginia lore. Just roaming around. In Fallout 76. Snallygaster, Sheep Squatch, Mega Sloth. Oh, shit. Wendigo Colony? That's, I don't want... That sounds terrifying. Oh, Wendigo Colossus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. So is, is there a Wendigo Colony? Because that's still terrifying. No, I, I just saw the well, C-O-L-O and I guess... Guess what? I have something new to fear, Zach. The Wendigo Colossus looks like a fucking chimera of Wendigos, though. Can you show me? Is it big enough to see or no? Not really. All right, never mind. I'll look at it later. It looks unpleasant. But, I mean, again, before we do anything, I just want to draw attention to the idea of a Wendigo colony. A civilization made up of Wendigos is scary as hell. I don't don't like it. I don't know if it would last. They all just eat each other, right? Well, it would just be... Unless they all reach, like, a mutual understanding. I imagine, like, maybe they can live at peace with each other because they're not quite human anymore. But, like, if a few humans enter the area, they would absolutely slaughter each other to eat the humans. That would absolutely happen. Yep. Right? Like, they live at this peace level, and then when there's something to fight over, then it's like all-out Wendigo war. All-out Wendigo colony warfare. Have you thought about that lately? Not until now. Yeah. Just now. Neither. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well... If you've got any hot tips on the Grafted Monster, or if you are the Grafted Monster or anything I'm around for office, just email weirdandfreepodcast at gmail.com. Um, leave us a, your campaign speech at anchor.fm slash weirdandfeared. A little voice message, just for fun. Fun thing to do. Uh, support the Patreon. We love that. Patreon.com slash weirdandfeared. And I meant to mention it last episode, but I totally forgot. Um, iTunes reviews, or any podcast app reviews, very yeah. helpful. We've seen a, a decent amount of them. Yeah, thank you guys. We appreciate that. Yeah, but if uh, you haven't, take a second and just give us a review. Just bump them up it there. It helps a little bit. Yeah, it's all it good. helps a lot, actually. <laughs> well, you <laughs> know, the internet and its algorithms. It's stupid. What a beautiful thing. What a living creature we have made. This hive mind of humanity. It's great. It's achieved great things. But we get to talk to you through it, so cool. Take the good with the... Yeah, there's good and there's the other stuff. It's fine. It's all fine. It's a win overall. Yeah, overall, check. Just yeah, maybe that's gonna be a review. It's a, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's a win. <laughs> a win overall, I guess. Right, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Hey, cool. We'll take it. Absolutely. All right, guys. Stay safe and stay spooky. Yeah, stay spooky. Mm-hmm.